0: Another manifestation. We are continuing from the manifestations I shared some time. As I said, this is part two. Another manifestation. You are always in lack. Always. Tell your neighbor if you are attacked by spirit of poverty. You always don't have. If I ask you now, say, so can you help me with? Uh, Money? What would be the answer? What would be the answer? What is that spirit? A spirit of poverty. You're always like, I don't have. Like, honestly? Last week you said you don't have, even this week. Ah? Will you remain like that? But it looks like, like that. Because even last year, you said you didn't have. Last month, you said you don't have. And today, can you, with the holy anger, say, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. You, spirit of you spirit of poverty, out of my career, out of my finances, out of my, out of my family. Do you know what is happening right now? This spirit is really living you will see how you make money next week it is a spirit the enemy wants to control you there is a saying in public relations in what there is a saying which says he who controls the narrative controls the minds did you hear that he who what controls? That's why the devil always he wants to control the narrative about men of God. So they'll come out with a narrative. Bushir is like this. Bushir is like that. Bushir is like that. Guess what? That's what people's minds begin to think it is true, because he who controls the narrative controls the mind. So you end up thinking like that because you are hearing it like that so they will control the narrative to control your mind if they cannot control the narrative they can never control your mind It's the same thing so the devil controls your narrative you begin to think you're poor you don't have money you're always in a want then he controls your mind so how you begin to think it is how the narrative of your life has been set up by the demons of poverty. You begin to think like that. I want to pray for someone here who in the next two months must be a multimillionaire. Ah, you're not serious. The way you're raising up your hand. I, want, I just want to pray and command that spirit to go. That's it. And you watch this person's life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The moment I'm in that prayer, when the spirit goes from this person's finances, from this person's life, you will see what will happen. Where is this person? Which overflow? Which overflow am I talking to? Which overflow? Which overflow? Somebody said, The spirit of poverty out. Are you following? Now, you always don't have. For you to know there's that spirit in your life, you always don't have. All the times you do not have. Do you have your own house? I don't have. Do you you have this? I don't have. Do you have this? Do you have money now? I don't have. Next week, do you have money? I don't have. You are under attack of a spirit of poverty. And I want you to know this. We will not relent. We will not bow. We will not bend. We will not break. But stand to this spirit, rising against it, rebuking it, until your freedom comes until your light shines. I understand there are poor people in the world. But the biggest question is must it be you? Ask your neighbor. We tell your neighbor I understand there are poor people in the world. But neighbor must it be you? The first manifestation we said it is what laziness in other people it is what careless spending in other people it is what huh? debts every time you are even now you don't even know what to do. You end up selling your car or selling something in order to sort. That is a spirit you need deliverance quickly. Come to me now, now, now I must help you. The moment you are sister, you will see. You will even be shocked what was happening with me in the, before. You will even wonder. You go in the mirror and say, Is this really me? You'll be like, Papa, I have a testimony. I used to be in debt. Now, after you delivered me, why are you keeping that spirit in your life? All the times in debt, debt, debt. What's wrong? Another manifestation is what? Greed. Always loving money, wanting for it, doing anything crazy just to have money and you don't even have it. Another manifestation, you're always lacking. Some people, it's another manifestation from these ones. Another one, it's another thing. Another one, is another thing. To some people, all the above mentioned, they're happening. Chronical poverty. I told you before, I told you before, are, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Yes. I have told you before, uh, my father was working and we were okay. Uh, we were living nicely until the operation was happened. And when operation was happened, we became poor. That even the poor were calling us poor. Have you been poor where you even feel dizzy because of poverty? <laughs> Being poor until you feel dizzy because of poverty. chronic poverty. But I thank God who can turn events of people. It shall turn your events today. Somebody said the spirit of poverty. I have been praying against the spirit since I was a child. I'm telling you. God is my witness. What I'm telling you. I have been praying against at a personal capacity, I pray against this spirit. I realize it is the biggest weapon the enemy is going to use in the last days. It is the biggest weapon. Do you know what is happening now in the world? Do you know what America is doing now? America, hear this, America comes to African countries and they say, if you don't want us, to, if you don't want to accept These rights, for gays, for what, for what, will not give you aid. So Africa is compromising to say we have no choice because we are poor. Are you hearing me? Because we want what? We want, even if it's not in our law, but we change a law to suit what the Westerners, the Westerners can be happy with, so we can get loan, we can get funding. Thus, in the last days, the enemy will use poverty as a weapon. The enemy will use poverty as a weapon in order to infiltrate and put his global agenda to destroy the world. It is in your Bible. This is why the church must vehemently oppose poverty at all costs. I'm telling you the truth. Poverty will be used as a weapon. They are weaponizing poverty in Africa. And that's what is happening. This is why the church must be rich. If the government wants to borrow money somewhere, the church must say, no, 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 we can help. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If there are things... Can you imagine? Can you imagine when we are with this, what is happening in the floods we are having in this country? That's what the church is supposed to be doing. What we are doing there, that's what the church is supposed to be doing. We must respond. We, the church, must become the solution. I don't believe that we should be poor. No. This is why I'm angry today. I want you to be rich today. All stolen money The devil has been stealing from you I pray you recover I pray you recover Stolen money shall be returned today And I'm very serious about it Some of you are supposed to be very far But the enemy has been stealing your blessings I command the fire of God. I command the fire of God. May you recover in the name of Jesus. I pray. I stand against that spirit. When I realized. When I realized. I'm saying the truth to you. I began to pray against it personally. Another manifestation unproductiveness. You are not productive. You don't produce anything, no results. It is a manifestation of the spirit of poverty, failing to produce results. You can't show anything. You are just you with your degree, with your diploma, whatever you have. You can't show anything. As we speak today, you have nothing to show. The business you do, nothing you can show properly. You are under attack of a spirit of poverty. Why? Some other people in Malaysia, in France, in Japan, why their degree makes them to have something to show? Why people from Burundi A small shop makes them to become millionaires. Why you? Why you? Why? What is wrong with you? Move around. Why you? You will see there's a spirit behind. It's not just like you're failing. You're a hard worker. you you put your effort on your business on everything, but you can't have results because it is a what? A spirit. You, all you need is help, prayer. Full stop. When the spirit is gone, you will begin to see results. See the way you are. You are responding. It's like you are friends with the spirit. I Sorry, puke in the name of Jesus. spirit must live. Ah, no nope results. I remember we, we, we had a farm and I was talking with my father here. He has a farm. So same farm. Anything we could plant, nothing was happening. We had an orchard, same orchard, we were planting things. Nothing was happening. But now, some farm, you can ask him, some farm, some farm, what happened? There was a spirit that we must never produce, we should remain like that. There was a spirit that you should never. We have people with the farms, people with the projects. The enemy will say, you, "You, will not produce. You must remain like this, and you'll be putting your effort in your shop. Nothing happening. Until we remove that spirit, if you are ready for that deliverance today, raise up a hand and say the name of Jesus. I receive my deliverance. Are you here? Yes. Are you following? Yes. What defeats the spirit of poverty? Let's look at three things. What defeats the spirit of poverty? Number one. Look to the true source. Deuteronomy 8, verse 17 to 18. Let's look at the true source. You may set yourself my power and the strength of my hands have produced this worth for me. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Hey, you are joking. But remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. The true source of finances and wealth and prosperity is God. First, if you want to be free from the spirit of poverty, look at the true source of prosperity. And the true source is who? It is God. God is the true source of worth. Praise the Lord. Alleluia. Praise God. Alleluia. Praise God. Alleluia. Praise God. Alleluia. Praise God. Alleluia. We love I love. I love Jesus. We love. We love. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Number one, it is what? You need to know the true source of prosperity, and there is no one and no other. Apart from God. If you don't, you begin to think your business will give you money. You begin to think someone will help you. You begin to think if the bank will help you. No. First, look at God, the true source of wealth. Number two, deliverance. We are talking about the spirit here, we're not talking about poverty, uh, man-made poverty, or inherited poverty. They inherited poverty, you can go for motivational speakers. They will talk to you about that one. They will teach you how they began a restaurant with the two grains of rice. Motivational speakers. Motivational speakers. <laughs> I heard a motivational speaker speaking, how I began my restaurant with the two grains of rice. I said, Wow. (laughs) So if you want to 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 handle the normal poverty, inherited poverty, whatever, you can go to motivational speakers, they'll talk to you. But when we are talking about the spirit of poverty, no matter motivational speakers will talk to you, no matter how hard work you work. The spirit of poverty does not see hard work. There are people working so hard and they are still poor. Because it is a spirit of poverty. So the only solution on the spirit of poverty is deliverance. I already gave you a chapter. Mark chapter 5 from verse 1 to 10. I already gave you that. We are not going to read it because of time someone said deliverance. deliverance it is a spirit you work so hard you put your efforts you do everything you are still poor you need to be humble humble yourself and accept you need prayer and god will help you there's a young lady at the back there she'll be a millionaire in the next few months My, this direction i see a woman in the business God is about to do something after your deliverance. There's a man there. I see God lifting you up. Where are you? Where are you? The spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty. It is a weapon the devil will use against the church according to the book of Revelation. The Bible says the enemy shall use it against the church. There are four weapons in the the book of Revelation which the enemy will use against the church in the last days. Imprisonment. Poverty. These are weapons. Accusation. Do you you read your Bible? You'll find these as weapons in the last days. You see, poverty, accusations, accusations, imprisonment, and death. Four weapons the enemy will use. On death, he will afflict first the saints. Afflict with his sickness and then death. And then the Bible says, and those who shall overcome... So we belong to the overcome, to those who shall overcome. We are not those who shall be defeated by sickness, by poverty, by accusations. No, we belong to those, the Bible says, but those who shall overcome. We are here to overcome poverty. We are here to overcome sickness. We are here to overcome any power of accusation. Somebody raise up and say, "I, I overcome. I overcome. I overcome these are weapons the enemy will use and we're living in those days the Bible is so clear it says the enemy will use these weapons so you be there in the church you say, Papa my life is not moving it's not your life you lost your life long time ago in fact your life is in the hands of a demon managing and controlling things around you you lost yourself long time it's not you you lost yourself i recover you in the name of jesus somebody said deliverance number three Giving to the poor, giving to the poor. Proverbs nineteen verse seventeen. Proverbs nineteen verse seventeen. The day I realized these secrets, my life never remained the same. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. Did you just hear that? And he will reward them for what they have done. He says, when you give the poor, God will reward you for what you have done. He says, you have given God alone. You, have, you are lending. And God shall reward you. He says, anybody giving to the poor, since I was a child, how I grew up, that has been in my life. I would have money like this, and money will finish just giving like this. Helping out. And I've never been broke. This is why I keep saying this statement. Nobody became poor because they gave. Nobody became poor because they gave. Giving to the poor, the Bible says, God rewards you. So when I am saying, we are giving, we are giving. Oh, partners, everybody, let's go and help the poor. We know what we are doing. You need to join such type of movements. Whenever I'm saying, oh, Papa is giving people, people who are suffering, hey, Papa is doing a good job. You will see Papa becoming richer and richer, and you remain poor and poorer. Why can't you join? Why can't you say, how can I help? You don't have to have money in order to give. You may have an old shirt, you don't wear it. Why can't you bring it? So we take and give the people there. Why can't you do that? Giving to the poor. Removes the spirit of poverty, it runs away because the spirit of poverty brings greed. You become so greedy, very greedy. If you make 50 million quacha, you begin to think, Ah, 50 million, how much is time? That's five million. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Just know you are under attack of a spirit of poverty. You will never, never become rich. Never. Time thing unlocks and chases away the spirit of poverty. We read that the book of, we can read from the book of Malachi. Chapter what? 3. Verse 8 to 10. Huh, I want to teach you something from this scripture that you have never learned before. May a man rob God, yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithe and offerings. People rob God through offering, through tithe. If the moment... No one can claim they fear God if they don't tithe. Nobody. Tithe, it is the only thing that measures the level of your fear of God. Nobody, I'm telling you the truth. Nobody, if you claim you fear God and you don't tithe and you don't do offerings to God... You cannot claim you fear God. The fear of God, it is when you begin to fear that he is the one blessing you with whatever little you have. Now, watch from the scripture. The Bible says in verse 9, it says, hear this, you are under a case." It says if you don't give tithe, you are under a case." What I was telling you, it is a spirit working on you. A spirit of poverty. He says, if you don't tithe, you are under a case. Full stop. Whether you like it or not. We're not forcing anybody. But hear this statement. None of, if you don't tithe, it is a case working under you. Now, hear what the Bible says. Because you are robbing me. Now, let's continue. Then the Bible says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. This is the part I want you to hear. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out such much blessing, and the word blessing there, that there will not be room enough to store it. The Bible doesn't say, if you give tithe, you will become rich. It says, I will give you a blessing. You didn't hear me? God will give you what? A and it is that blessing that make you what? Rich. God does not give you money. You know, when people are, like, I've been giving tithe and and I'm still poor. I don't know why. Because you didn't realize God can give you a blessing. And this blessing could be a business idea. This blessing could be anointing. This blessing. God does not give you money, God does not give you prosperity, He gives you a blessing. You must make use of that blessing. In Deuteronomy 8:18, 8, the Bible says, Remember, it is the Lord that gives you power to produce wealth. He does not give you wealth, he gives you power. It is that power that produces wealth. And if you are not paying attention to the power that God is giving you. To produce wealth, you remain poor. If you don't pay attention to a blessing that God is giving you to become rich, you remain poor. You keep on giving and remain poor. And you won't even know why. It is because you don't make use of a blessing and of a power on you to produce wealth. So people who don't tithe don't have a blessing to make them rich. Call it whatever it is. If you do not tithe, If you do not tithe, simple. If you do not tithe, forget. Use other principles of the world to become rich. Not godly principles. Godly principles requires you to tithe in order to attract a blessing to become rich. If you don't, use the worldly systems to become rich. Godly principles require that. And I do that all the times. I tithe all the times. Somebody said the spirit of poverty. It actually tells you tithe. You look at man and tith- they're like that's a lot of money. Let's see the last one. Obedience to the word of the Lord. Deuteronomy 5 the, verse 33. Obedience. Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper. Obedience to God can end poverty. Obedience. The Bible says what? It says what? Walk in obedience to all that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and prosper, and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. In King James Version, the Bible says, You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and that it may be well with you. The word well with you there in NIV is the word Prosper. It is a level of prosperity where everything is well with you. The Bible says, if you obey, obedience to the word, obedience, what God is saying. If you do not obey the word of God, you cannot stand up on your feet.